You are now listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed. That's right, you are now listening to the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. How are you doing today? How are you doing today? I'm be honest, I could be better. I could be a lot better. But I'm hanging on one day at a time. Keep it moving, keep moving forward. Stay positive, stay strong. That's what we got to do. That's what we all got to do, right? That's what I'm doing. You do it too. Regardless of any adversity, any challenges, anything thrown at us, we're going to keep keeping on. So I hope that you are doing good. I hope you're doing okay. I truly do. You know, I always want to know how you're doing out there. So as always, hit me up, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com if you want to email me. Uh, also, any of the socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all the places. Find the Mike's Opinion Show and hit me up. Let me know how you're doing. Let me know how you doing. So I haven't done an update episode in a while, and that's what I'm going to do today. Today is the world famous Mike's Opinion podcast update. Yes. And we're going to start with yesterday. And you're going to say, yo, Mike, we're going to start with yesterday? Yes. Because yesterday was Valentine's Day. And I know for some of y'all, y'all going, wah, 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 you know, because maybe you're not in love. You know, maybe you're not even in like. Maybe you with somebody like you looking over and like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you might be stuck. For whatever reason, you might be stuck. Well, you're just too lazy. Because, you know, when you put yourself back out there, you know, you got to stay funky fresh all day. Keep your hair right. You know, take a shower every day, maybe twice a day. It's fresh gear. You got to make yourself presentable so you can attract. But for those of us that are married or in long-term relationships, you ain't supposed to let yourself go, right? But it's easy to get comfortable in that relationship, right? You gain some pounds, you don't work out like you used to, you know, you just get comfortable. And if your boo is all right with that, then it's good. And if you all right with your boo letting it slip a bit or a lot, then it's okay. Because many of us know that love transcends the physical, right? The physical is necessary initially to attract. But after you get deeper, and I'm talking years into relationships, you know, and you know, especially if you married, right? You committed to that person for better, for wor- or worse, for better or worse, for richer or poorer, through sickness and in health. And it should also include for good looking. And after you let yourself slip and you're not so good looking. Fortunately for me, I don't have a problem. My wife looks better to me every day. And I know you'd be like, word, word, word. I'm trying to tell you, 
I can't keep my hands or my eyes off my wife. I am a lucky, lucky, blessed, fortunate man, whatever you want to call it. Yes. But Valentine's Day was yesterday. Did you did you engage in the normal, the normal stuff? The candy, the cards, the flowers. I did. I did. Do it every Valentine's Day, sometimes not even for Valentine's Day. Wifey did the same thing for our young son. You know, we said, we love you. Happy Valentine's Day. Here's some chocolate. And what kid doesn't love chocolate? My son is a chocoholic. He loves chocolate. As do I. Now, my wife has been dragging me and my son because last Easter, got one of the cheap Easter bunny chocolate. Milk chocolate, the hollow Easter bunny. It was pretty sizable. It was probably about, I don't know, two feet tall. It was big. But it was made by this company. And you know what? I'm not sponsored. I'm not going to sponsor. Please support the show, please. Support the show. But I'm not sponsored by anybody, so I'm not going to say their name. It's not a well-known name. It's on the cheaper side of chocolate. But, man, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. That chocolate was so good. That chocolate was so good. And me and my son was like, yeah. And my wife is half Asian, and I don't know if that has anything to do with her, you know, half black, half Asian, but her taste buds on rotation. So she could take a bite of a sandwich and be like, mmm, and 10 seconds later take another bite and be like, ew. And, you know, I'd be bugging. I'd be bugging because her, her taste buds, they, they fluctuate. There's an understatement. So she didn't like the, the, the cheap chocolate. Me and my son loved it. Can't wait. And he only can find them around Easter. Can't wait till Easter comes. Because I'm copping probably like two or three of them bunnies. I don't know what the shelf life is, but hopefully it's long because that chocolate is delicious. But Valentine's Day, as a lot of our holidays, so commercialized, right? It, it, it sometimes foregoes the, the meaning or overshadows the meaning, the actual meaning of the holiday. Because we're so into consumerism and the material things that symbolizes or expresses the sentiment of that holiday but i made my wife a couple of um valentine's day i made her a card and i sent it off to this company to get back to come back because it had pictures and and you know and, and words and stuff so and it came back great and she still has it she keeps everything i give her and i, I think that's a true sign of love like if your boo is like oh that's a nice card and throws it in the trash that might be a sign it might mm. Might be a signal if she ain't trying to, you know, turn things into keepsakes. You know what I'm saying? So, listen. Happy Valentine's Day to you and yours. Just from from me to you. From one human to another. In the meaning that I love you. Just from one human to another human being. And I mean that. So, if you didn't have a Valentine's this Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. So, I mean that just from one human to another, just as an expression of humanly love from one to another, you know. I, I, I do. I love you. My wife also got me a 90-minute massage. Can't wait to go cop that. Yes. Yeah. Ah. If I could get a massage every day, I would. Like, I would take 60 to 120 minutes of each and every day and set that aside out of every 24 hours we have and just get rubbed. 
like some warm oil, you know, silence or some light music would be great. Nice atmosphere would be great. But I like being touched. That might be TMI, but now I'm not even trying to say in that way, even though that way is fantastic. But I'm just talking about a good massage, like the right one. It ain't too hard. It ain't too light. And, and, and someone that knows their way around the body. I got this knot in my back. I need to get it out because the stress. Ooh. Ooh. If you listen to the last few episodes, you know, you know, I've been going through it. I ain't saying nothing specific. Still am, but I'm trying to stay positive. I ain't trying. I'm staying positive. I'm fighting these challenges and I'm going to move forward no matter what comes. No matter what comes, I'm going to handle it. I have no choice, really. I have to. I have to handle it. But hopefully you had a great Valentine's Day. Now, moving to something that's completely opposite. Valentine's Day is nice and pleasurable and great. We're going to talk about Russia. Particularly Russia invading the Ukraine. Is it a bluff? Is it possible? As of this recording, and let me just check before I say something. Um, Russia has not invaded Ukraine. However, they have surrounded Ukraine on three sides with more than 100,000 troops. That bears repeating. 100,000 troops. And I'm sorry if you heard my phone. So, if you bluffing, but you moved 100,000 of your armed peeps with tanks and the whole nine to the border, yo, that's a heck of a waste of resources if you bluffing. Because in Russia, yo, the terrain ain't easy. The, the, the temperature ain't easy. So, um, hey, I understand they want another USSR, Putin, you know, that made it. He didn't change his laws and constitution so he could stay in power. So, who knows? I don't claim to be an expert in this arena, but what I will say is that I hope humans can work it out. I hope we humans can come to love each other. Like, can we make love and not war? Hmm? What, what is, what's war about? There's a bunch of people in control playing around with toy soldiers. Only the toy soldiers are real live human beings. The armament is real. The tanks are real. The guns, the bullets, the knives. It's real. Loss of life is real. War. What is it good for? Reminds me of a song. You remember that song? War. Good God, y'all. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Huh? Y'all know I'm a dreamer. Y'all know I'm a peaceful man. And that's what I would love to see. I'd love to see peace and tranquility on earth. Would you be bored? I've asked this question before in prior episodes. Would you be bored if the world was just quiet and peaceful? And there was no drama. And every time you you looked at the news, it was no drama. It was no hate. 
I would love that world. Can you point me to utopia? Where is utopia? What are your thoughts on that? You know, what do you think about Vladimir Putin and, 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 and Russia and the Ukraine and all that goes over there? Do you give a flying fuck? Do you care? Because it really don't affect us, right? Some people say it's going to affect our gas prices if they invade. Who knows? You know, us, us commoners. And I'm not talking about us fans of the rapper Comet. Shout out to Comet. But I'm talking about us normal everyday people that are not power brokers, that are not power seekers. We just want to live our lives. We're not involved in any government or clandestine organizations or, uh, you know, Illuminati's or those that seek the power and the riches to make them feel better about themselves. We're just... Everyday people like Sly and the Family Stone said, I'm not going to sing that one. But if you don't know that song, look it up. Everyday people. It's a lovely song. I am everyday people, you know, that's, that's trying to make ends meet and trying to have a happy, peaceful life. Do we, do we care? I always stay abreast of world events, things that are going on, because if you ever heard this term called the butterfly, butterfly effect, you know, it all affects us one way or another. Things have these ripple effects. Somebody takes an action and it ripples out into the ether, into the universe. And then those cause more reactions and more reactions. Everything is everything. Everything is truly connected. Moving on. Yo, let me ask you a question. Is COVID over? Is COVID over? So as you know, I do research for all my episodes. And when I was you know, researching for the update episode, I know some core things that I wanted to talk about. But I, you know, I wanted to add some more stuff, things that are going on and catch my interest, and I provide updates. So ironically, on almost all of the, if not all of the major news organizations today, which is the day after Valentine's Day, I noticed. COVID stories are not the top story and not hardly mentioned at all. The main thing being mentioned is the removal of mask mandates in a lot of places. We don't have to wear no mask anymore if you're vaccinated, of course. We all know what's going on in Canada with the truckers protesting. If you, if you don't know about that, go check that out. You know, the, the, the Canadian prime minister or president uh, you know, just just invoked a, a major act that had never been used before. But I'm not. I wasn't planning on going in there in, in in this in this update episode. So, but is COVID over? Are you wearing a mask? Chime in. Hey, let me know. Mike's Opinion Show at Gmail dot com. Let me know. Say I stopped wearing my mask, or I'm still wearing my mask. Are masks going to be part of your everyday like they've done in Asia and lots of parts of China, Japan, where they've been rocking masks long before this pandemic? Are masks going to be a permanent thing for you? Let me tell you. Now, germs are sneaky, sneaky, sneaky things, right? Germs can go airborne into the air we breathe. Viruses, right? So when we started covering our face, our nose and our mouth in particular, wiping surfaces down a lot more than we used to and washing our hands more frequently or sanitizing our hands. I, I don't see how that's a bad thing. 
My wife and I were talking about this today. She was heading out to the store. Her and my son. She's like, oh, I don't have my mask. It's like, you don't need no mask. She's like, I'm taking my mask. Masks seem inconvenient. They seem like an imposition on your face, right? It's imposing you from breathing more freely. However, not leaving yourself more susceptible, more vulnerable to catching germs seems like a good thing. So I don't know. I like not wearing a mask. It's just one less thing I got to worry about. Do I got my keys? Do I got my wallet? Do I have my phone? Do I got, you know, do I now? Do I have my mask like every day, right? But if it helps my family stay healthier, just like washing hands. Like I know when the, when the pandemic first started, just like a lot of people, I was hyper vigilant. I was wiping down groceries that came from the store. Like they wouldn't even come all the way in the house. I'm wiping down everything with the with the with the alcohol. I'd get a paper towel, put some alcohol on it, the strongest, like the 90% alcohol. Not the 50, the 60, the 70. I had the 90% alcohol. Isopropyl alcohol. I was sanitizing the shit out of everything. Slowly, that subsided once we didn't die. Now, to my knowledge, I don't know if we had COVID. My wife and son and I never been tested, never had any symptoms. We have allergies like we do every year, but we started taking local honey. Just a side note, if you have allergies, find a local beekeeper, get local honey from bees that are local and take it daily. And that has really helped with our allergies. So. Once again, I'm not a doctor. Consult your physician before you start anything that I mentioned here. And I want you coming back saying, yo, Mike, I took honey and it broke out in hives. That's funny, right? Took honey, broke out in hives. Anyway, um, so that helps. But I, I just, I had to ask the question because I wanted to know, is COVID gone? Is it going to be endemic now? Is it, are we just going to live with this as another thing? Like the flu, you know, any of these highly transmittable viruses or diseases. Supposedly, we've eradicated smallpox, measles, uh, diphtheria, the mumps, and all of these things. Are these are these things we're just gonna have to live with? I think so. I don't see no no claim that COVID is dead and gone forever. Who knows though? We could get to a level where CDC or some of these organizations report. No new whole COVID hospitalization, hospitalizations. Wouldn't that be great? One less thing to worry about. But Omicron is the latest variant. They've got Deltacron, which I heard over in the UK, which includes, you know, a, a strain that includes both the Delta and the Omicron variant together. So here's hoping that there's not a new variant after Omicron is introduced. Let's be hopeful. Let's put positive vibes out there. Pray if you if you do that. Let's let's just put that out there and say, yo, we done with the COVID situation and let summer 2022 be popping. Let's do that. That's if. That's a big if. We don't let the 2022 and 2024 Political climate destroys. So moving on from that question about COVID, 
and this wasn't even really in my list that I have here for this update, but I'm just going to ask how you feel about 2022. I hadn't voted yet. They started early voting in my area for these midterm elections, governors on the ballot, lieutenant governor. And it's, you know, I live in Texas now, originally from New York City, of course. And mm, they've already seen ramifications from these new laws, these new voting laws that these hateful fuckers that are in charge. And look, I try not to judge, but sometimes you just got to call it what it is, right? It would appear those in political power in the state of Texas are filled with hate in their heart for certain people, certain economic classes. And it's, it's, it's sad. It's just sad, really. I feel so sorry for those people. I don't hate them. Not even mad at them. I just feel sorry for them. Cause they may be in power, but they are truly the most pathetic individuals around. I, I just, I, that's how it seems to me. So are you voting? Is my question. Do you have midterm elections in your area? Of course you do. Most likely here in the United States, we do. So, I urge everyone to vote, especially my people, black people, because of one reason. That reason is people before us paid in blood, sweat, tears, and their lives. Just so we would have the right to vote. So it doesn't matter if it's the lesser two evils that I have to choose from. It doesn't matter if it's inconvenient. It doesn't matter. I'm voting. Even if I don't think now, since it's going electronic, that it matters. I think whoever has the best hackers that can get in and out without being detected, I think that's what's really happening these days. It's a hacker's world, y'all. If you don't know, now you know. But that's why I vote. I feel compelled and obligated to vote because of what the people of the past paid for my right to vote. So, yeah. So, get out there and and, and do your vote. Do your vote. Do your vote. Yo, moving on. I just, this is a sensitive subject for some. And this is an adult show. It's explicit at the beginning, even though I don't use a lot of profanity or whatnot. But, um. I just wanted to say I read today that Prince Andrew and Virginia Guffrey, they have reached a settlement in the sex abuse lawsuit. Ain't it always about the money, y'all? It's always about the money. And I guess that's how you hurt people. But can you hurt a royal? Can you hurt a rich royal taking a little bit of money out their pocket? Because it really equates to a little bit of money. And it all goes away. Money can make shit go away. And that's because of the society we live in. We give so much value to it. I don't want to say I hate money, but I would love it if this society was built on something other than that. It would be, it would be really great. But they didn't say how much the young lady got. Now, all we've probably all seen this picture. If you paid any attention to the news with Prince Andrew, this young lady when she was about 17 or 18. And of course, also in that picture is Ghislaine Maxwell. Who's in jail? So she'd have Jeffrey Epstein, who is dead. 
I say that with a question mark because when you're that rich, got that many connections, maybe he just vanished. Hmm? Maybe he didn't really commit suicide. But I don't know what you think about that whole thing, the sex trafficking, minors, and, and, and you know, the whole thing. But let me tell you, every, well, not every, but a lot of prominent politicians, powerful people, rich people, was rocking with Jeffrey Epstein. And no matter what you think about him, I always say rest in peace to anybody. Forgive forgive where's the mercy and i know maybe some of that stuff is unforgivable i you know what i'm saying but hey jeffrey was trafficking as they've labeled it which means just taking somebody across state line now my question is i don't like to call it devil's advocate i just call it asking the opposite question at 17, 18 years old, do you know what you're doing? Huh? You can go to war. You can drive a car. If a rich person says, come hang out with me. I know this dude that will like you. Let's hop on this private jet and go to his island or this estate or this estate. Don't you know what you're doing? I know at 15, 16, now keep in mind, like I said, I born and raised in New York City, Harlem and the Bronx, ran around Brooklyn, Queens, all of that. I know really young people that were exposed to things early and their maturity level is high enough that they know what they're doing. They can be held responsible for their actions. I know eight-year-olds that told Uzis back in the 80s. And this is not a fabrication. This is not an elaboration. This is a fact. Okay? So, I'm not saying Jeffrey Epstein's off the hook. He's laying Maxwell's off the hook. All I'm saying is, do these victims bear some of the responsibility for their actions? Apparently, Prince Andrew said, look, okay, you got enough on me. Virginia Guffrey, here's this, here's this money. Now, shesha. Shesha. Maybe she's happy. Maybe that was her goal all along. Maybe she feels justified. If she's wronged and taken advantage of, because I'm definitely not down for any of that rape, you know, taking advantage of somebody that's wrong. Don't do it. Don't do it. So there's that. So if you hadn't heard that Prince Andrew paid up, you heard it right here on the update on the Mike's Opinion Podcast. You'd be the first to know. Moving on. Moving on. So is anybody paying attention to the Olympics? You know, are you repping the USA? Are you in front of your TV going USA, USA? Huh? These Winter Olympics, I've watched them, and they've been pretty entertaining. I mean, just rooting for your country, and it's not every day I watch somebody sliding down a hill on the bobsled or ski jumping. I don't see that every day on television or otherwise, so I checked it out. couple interesting things to note. The first... Black woman 
to win an individual medal in speed skating at this Winter Olympics was Aaron Jackson. Congratulations. Clap, 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 clap. Congratulations to Aaron Jackson for doing that, representing us black folks. Speed skating. Now listen, a lot of times my people, black people, African-American people, do not have access to the gear and the places to practice these sports. Like, I don't know too many brothers playing polo. Speed skating, you can't just do on the street. I guess you could practice in rollerblades, but it ain't the same thing. The ice skating is a whole different animal. So to be a speed skater, you got to have access to a place to speed skate. I imagine speed skates are special skates. Cost money. So anyway, to me, that's a big thing. It's a big feat. And yo, let's rep USA. I know we're here, right? So unless we leave, we're Americans. And unless we renounce our, renounce my citizenship, no longer American, unless you do that and bounce to another place, then USA, 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 let's go. And on that connection, Simone Biles, one of the most decorated, if not the most decorated Olympian, got engaged. Congratulations, Simone. She got um, engaged uh, to a gentleman by the name of Jonathan Owens, NFL player for for the Texans. I think he's a defensive back or safety or something like that. But to marry a gymnast, I'm sorry, I just drifted off there a minute. Anyway, congratulations. Congratulations to Simone Biles. Moving on, let's stick with sports. Yeah. Not even a week ago, just a few days ago, was the Super Bowl. Yeah. Did you catch it? Did you see the game? The spectacle? Did you see the halftime show? Hmm? Of course, Matt Stafford, Matthew Stafford against Joe Burrow, Rams, Bengals. Pretty good game. You know, Joe Burrow looks so sad. And, you know, watching it, it seems like I just wonder, are we just getting softer? Are we getting emasculated? Or what's, you know, everybody's crying. I don't, I remember watching football. Like from the 80s. I don't remember seeing too many dudes on the field crying. And I'm not saying you soft, but we getting softer. Maybe I just didn't notice. Mean Joe Green, Terry Brash. I don't remember these boys, you know, these men crying. When they won or lost, they took it like a man. Now we all emotional. And is there something wrong? With a man being more in touch with his emotions? I don't know. I'm just throwing the question out there. I'm just throwing the question out there. But men were made to be men. Right? We got testosterone and man strength for a reason. I think. 
So when I see these dudes out there weeping, like weeping, like sobbing, you rich, you in tip top shape, you famous, you lost the game. I get it. Come back and try next year. Go cry alone. I don't know. It just seems seems weird to me. But congratulations to the Rams doing their thing. Everybody said they was going to do their thing. And they did their thing. They got it done. Being from the streets, I'm always rooting for the underdog. I would have liked to see the Bengals win. Because the Cincinnati Bengals? Like, in the Super Bowl, just for that. And then to win would have been great. You know, you think of all the ones that that didn't go to Aaron Rodgers, the, the Kyler Murrays, the, the Russell Wilsons, Dak Prescott. You know, all these people, you know, only two get to the dance and only one comes away with that Lombardi. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, it is what it is. It's very entertaining to me. Love football. Love the brutality of it. Love the manliness of it. Love the love the strategy of it. And I, I don't want to, let me... I, I'm. I, I don't love the brutality. I love the toughness. Because you know, I'm not about the brutality. That sounds too savage. But I like the toughness. I like them tough hits. Them tough tackles. I like them sweet, long touchdown plays. All footballs, it's, it's a great sport to me. But did you see the ads? Which one was your favorite ad? Shoot, I would love to know what your favorite ad was. Shoot me a message, email me, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. You can find it in the show notes and all of the socials too. Hit me up anywhere, but I want to know what was your favorite Super Bowl ad. Let me know. But of course, we can't talk about the Super Bowl without talking about the halftime show. Now, I already know that I might get some flat for what I'm about to say. And people will say, yo, Mike. You from New York. You know what I'm saying, son? You from the streets. East Coast hip-hop is your thing. So you might be biased. Nah, nah, I'm going to tell you, it ain't even like that. Because, yes, born and raised, New York City, was there during the birth of hip-hop, almost became a rapper myself. You know, I had two turntables, two technique turntables, Gemini Mixer. You know what I'm saying? Just I wasn't dedicated to it. I was into other stuff. As you know, so that wasn't a priority for me. But I love hip hop, period. If it's good, I'm rocking with Snoop, Dre, Kendrick. I ain't got no problem where they from. I was bumping the chronic like everybody else. Okay? Good music is good music. To me, if that's all that matters, I don't care where you're from, I don't care who you are. Now, that being said, the halftime show was whack. Ooh, uh, what? Did I say it? Yes, yes, I said it. To me, it was whack. It was filled with flaws and shit not working right. First of all, the whole set was whack. Now, I've seen Michael Jackson. Halftime show. I seen Bruno Mars. Halftime show. Both Justin Timberlake with and without Janet Jackson. I've seen Prince. Halftime show. Prince's halftime show. Where 
singing Purple Rain, it actually rained. This was not even close. And I'm not trying down hip hop. I'm surprised I believe Jay-Z, Rock Nation, and them was the whole reason why we had a black or hip hop Super Bowl. I believe him and his team, his organization, is, is involved in that. You know, I know Snoop Dogg, congrats to Snoop Dogg, to Snoop Dogg. He just became the owner of Death Row Records, the Death Row brand, which is full circle, if anything is. I wonder how Suge sitting in prison feel about that. But listen, I'm not saying it's whack because I'm a hater. I'm not a hater. I'm not saying it's whack because I'm an East Coast dude. I'm not saying it's whack because of any other reason than the shit was whack. The set was all white, it was bland, it was colorless. It didn't have that grand stage feel to it, okay? Dre working the fake all white board was whack. Now, I'm not gang affiliated. But Snoop Dogg appears to be rocking the blue, rocking the Crips. Do you whatever. But it just was not exhilarating. Perhaps all the hype, all the buildup. You know, they had a, a commercial for it before the Super Bowl that was better than the show. You know what I'm saying? It was dull. It was, it was, it just wasn't hot. Eminem, were you lip syncing or not? And then why you only the one take, the only one taking the knee? Seems suspect, like you're trying too hard to be special. If y'all was, everybody should have took a knee. Colin Kaepernick is still unemployed by the NFL. So y'all should have done that in solidarity at the end of the show. And then 50, yo, my man, 50 Cent, always rock with you, love your vibe, your, 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 your crazy persona, you getting money out here, you know what I'm saying? But yo, you too old and too overweight to be trying to hang upside down and rap. Yo. Be grown. Be your age. Stop trying to be like these young dudes out here. Okay? All y'all in your 40s, I believe. Come on with that shit, man. Embrace your age. I would have been cool if all y'all would have been sitting down rapping on some moving stages or some shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, you know, pull out your ARP card or nothing like that. But I'm saying, be who you are. Don't be afraid to exhibit your growth, your evolution. And nowhere was that more applicable than Mary J. Blige. And I want to just state for the record, love Mary J. Love what she stands for. She's rocking with Puffy or Diddy or whatever the fuck he calls himself these days. You know what I'm saying? I've been in parties with these people. I don't, I don't confess to know these people personally or they would recognize me, but I've been in the building. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've shaken hands or shook hands. I've given dap to these people when I was in that scene back in my younger days. But listen, 
What Mary J. Blige was wearing, what Mary J. Blige was singing, it was ridiculous to me. There's no way at your age in this time of your life should you have on glitter booty shorts. I'm saying it's not. It's not that. Your hair game should have been figured out. All this weave and blonde. Who is in your camp? I don't even know why you're putting out albums with Khaled in them. Like, no, nigga, no. Whoever is in your camp, listen, if anybody who's 10 degrees, 6 degrees, 1 degree from separ- of separation from Mary J. Blige, please let her hear me and let her know what's the 411 is still on my playlist today. Love Mary J, what she stands for. But where she's headed right now, the people in her camp right now need to all be fired. Okay? Embrace your maturity. Embrace your evolution. Embrace the journey you've taken to this point and be grown. Don't try to cater for the money to the young folks. Cater to your demographic, the people that have grown with you. Once again, this is a this this is the Mike's opinion podcast. This is my opinion. And then I'm saying, Law, you are free to disagree. You can disagree. I respect your reasons, your right to disagree. But this logic unleashed here, baby. I take the logic off the chain. So, while this is my opinion, it is steeped and immersed in logic. It's illogical to do the shit that they did in this Super Bowl show, halftime show. Come on, man. It should have been better than that. It should have been way, way, way better than that. Kendrick was the shining light if there was one. But his choreography was fucked up. I don't know what they was trying to go for. It looked disorganized. I don't know if it was the cameraman because the whole Super Bowl production, not just the halftime show, was filled with flaws. Like, Janae Aiko was singing Star Spangled Banner and it was like, here, singing a Star Spangled Banner and they zoomed in on the wrong singer. There was a equipment malfunction when Eminem started rapping. Yo, listen, it was ripe with flaws and I'm a layman. I'm not in the business, and I noticed. So I ain't no telling if I was a technical person what else was whack. But the shit looked lazy. It looked disorganized. It looked horrible, and it was whack to me. To me. If you agree or disagree, let me know. Hit me up, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Hit me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I really want to know if I'm the only one to think that. Now, before this halftime show was over, my wife, who's considerably younger, she on social media much more than I am, yo, she was like that Mary was already a meme. Because at the end of the show, look, Mary passed out. She just threw herself on the floor. And I was thinking to myself, ain't that a hard surface? And ain't you a little old to be throwing yourself on the floor like that? So, I don't know, yo. I really want to know what y'all think about this because... Whew. That's all I can say is, whew. oh my goodness. Yeah, so 
lot more things I could have updated y'all about today, but those are some of the things that I wanted to to update today in this update episode. There's so much I'm looking at my list, but I'm gonna close out with one last thing because this is important to all of us, and it's just a note of things to come. And if you don't know, technology, 3G technology was birthed in 2002, 20 years ago. It's about to shut down. Oh, you heard it. So you know we're on the 5G now, right? Then it was the 4G. And so, yo, 3G is shutting down. Down, they shutting it down. So, word to the wise, if you're still rocking with that 3G phone, I don't even know if there's any networks that still offer 3G service. Your shit's about to not work no more. Now, doing the research for this app, there's a lot of things still rocking with 3G. Home alarm systems, medical devices such as like fall detectors, uh, in-car crash notification and road assistance systems like OnStar. Still on that G 3G network. Now, don't panic, don't panic, don't panic. Because supposedly, a lot of those companies, like General Motors, some of these larger companies, ADT, they're going to make the switch. And you might have to get some new equipment. But they're going to move you to 4G. Which I thought was, as I was reading several of these articles, why don't you just bump them up to 5G? We already here. But there's complications to that. But... 3G is about to stop working. And y'all know me. Y'all know I'm a thinker. And it made me just think to myself about the downside of technology. Right? 3G is 20 years old. I remember TVs, refrigerators that I had my whole life growing up. Lasted 20, 30 years old. But as we keep evolving from a technological perspective, it appears that things have to be replaced or upgraded more frequently. The downside of technology is having to constantly update and upgrade. Don't you think that's a downside? Can we not have a technology that lasts? We're always chasing a carrot, that dangling carrot, like a stick three feet long attached to your head. There's a carrot at the end of it. You'll never catch that carrot because there's a stick holding it. When will we make a technology that lasts? I am of the iOS camp. I also do have some Android devices. And it is, I don't want to say frustrating. I don't want to say burdensome. But it is inconvenient. How often I have to update my software. Now, in some of my devices, I have it where it's seamless. It does it by itself, sometimes overnight or when 
my device is not being used. That's not so much of an inconvenience or an imposition. However, me being me, because some of these software upgrades will fuck up your device, I always like to back up beforehand. So more some of my more important devices, I don't have automatic updates because I want to know when the update's coming. I usually wait a few days and make sure it didn't crash everybody's shit. Then I want to back up my device first. Then I'll install the software update. Because these, these devices, particularly our phones, tablets, they got too much information in them. They're not phones. I don't even know why we call them phones. I've said this in past episodes. They are much more than phones. Using it as a phone is probably the fifth thing that I do with it in a list. Top five things I do with this device. So, there are lives in handheld mode, in electronic handheld mode. They have all our stuff. So, when will we develop things that last longer? Now, we live in a capitalistic society. So, I get the model. The model with a lot of these handsets, particularly in the mobile phone industry, is for you to replace your device every year. And these devices get more and more expensive. Some of these phones, quote unquote, phones are 12, 13, 14, 1500 dollars. Now, if you got the hookup, you can get it free, get a free upgrade, whatever. But if you're buying outright, these are thousand dollar devices. If you got the top joint, the latest joint, and I don't see them getting any cheaper. Because they're going to have more and more capabilities, require more and more expensive hardware and high-tech tech. So, the $2,000, $3,000 phone is coming. It's coming. And the things that it's going to do are going to be amazing. They're going to be amazing. They're already amazing. Right? We take it for granted, the things that these things could do. But the price we're paying, it's this downside of technology. Is it worth it? Huh? Now that 3G is dead or dying, soon to be gone. Remember 2G, then 3G, thought you was high with 3G with the flip phone, boom, 3G, baby, what? Then mobile broadband with 4G, now we in the 5G, and some people say it was the cause of COVID. I'm, I'm laughing, but who knows? Don't nobody know? Somebody know, but I don't know for sure. There were people setting 5G towers on fire because of what they believe this tech is doing to us. I said a long time ago, I'd like to see a study of cancer rates before and after the introduction of the microwave oven. Hmm? Are we driving ourselves insane? And simultaneously destroying our climate and our environment for the sake of technological advancement. Are we? If you're a scientist and you know some shit out there and you want to be a guest, you want to break it on my show, hit me up. Shoot me an email at mikesopinionshow at gmail.com and say, look, I know. What's happening? I would love to talk to you. I would love to interview you. If you work for any of these agencies, 
particularly research and development. Talk to me. Let me know if you know something. But it would appear that collectively humans are going insane. Now, the reason why I say it appears that way is because the real only thing different historically is the technology that we have, the ability to communicate instantly or virtually instantly. But humans been doing crazy shit for millennia. For a long, long, long time. We've been doing wild shit. So is what we're doing more wild? Has this technology made us more crazy? It does seem that way. It does seem that way. But we don't have the wherewithal back in the day to log everything, to capture everything on video and in audio, and to build this visual archive that we have now, right? Because everything is video these days. Of course, video and audio. But everything's media-driven. So I just wanted to end on that note. More importantly, for those, if you listen to me on a 3G device, I just want to let you know that shit may stop working relatively soon. You may be forced to, to upgrade your device. And those who's got the, the little button, I'm falling and I can't get up, check with your service so you don't get caught out there and you fall and you press the button and ain't nobody answering. That's real talk. You know what I'm saying? If you got OnStar, you might want to make a call, shoot an email or something and say, hey, hey, 3G's about to work. I understand OnStar's on the 3G system. What do I need to do? Because that's a very convenient thing. You press the button, boom, help can be sent your way. Of course, if you've seen the new Apple commercial, once again, I'm not sponsored. So when I say any company name, Apple, I just said your name, pay me. And while I'm on that note, please support the show, please. If you can do so monetarily, Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, links are in the show notes. Please, please do that. If you cannot do that, please support the show by liking, sharing, subscribing, comment, commenting. Do all of that, please. Just take a moment and do that. It really matters. But um, there's a, a commercial that shows people that were wearing the, the Apple Watch. One fell in a well. One was stranded out in the ocean. Another one had a car wreck and they didn't have a phone. But the Apple Watch saved them. And it made you think, I'm got to go get one of these damn things right now. Because if I'm in some trouble, my Apple Watch is going to save my life. And those are some of the technological advancements that we've come to today. You know, I think on the Apple Watch, can you do FaceTime on Apple Watch? I need to ask my wife because she got one. Um, I know she could do phone. I need to ask if she can do FaceTime on the watch. So, yeah, I'll if I remember next episode, I'll chime in uh, with that. But hey. That's the update for today, the day after Valentine's Day. Let's stay positive, y'all. And as always, you know, I want to know how you're doing, and I hope you are doing fine. I hope 
You are doing fantastic. I really do. I thank all of you for listening and all of you for your support. Please continue to do so. Share, help grow the show. Help me grow the show, please. Share with everybody you know. That would be greatly appreciated. I'm Mike, and this is the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed.